Lee Smith, author of The Process. And thank you for joining me today for a new message in my series of The Process. If you've missed any of the acronyms or messages in this, or wait a minute, the prior series, which was The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, Why Not Me, and Procrastination and Thief of Time. Where have you been? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, they can all be heard on several streaming outlets. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. Please search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or listen to those messages. What have we been doing so far? 2022 is a very, very important year in our future and the future of our families. I've made the dedication and commitment to the solidification of our legacy. That is why I know that all we do should help enhance legacy changing actions in 2022. You probably heard me say that quite a bit, but I feel I must take a minute and set the stage of not only how this is done, but the vision or clear understanding through a global mission statement I created. Check this out. In my life, I've learned not only who I am, but what I am. This allows me to understand the why in my process and accept the blessings received to say, if I only knew then, what I know now. You know, this, it starts with the acceptance that life is filled with so many very beautiful and valuable lessons each day. But so often, and I'm speaking from my personal internal review, the blinders that we choose not to remove thwarts the opportunities to embrace lessons that should have been learned. With uh, what else is legacy changing does, it opens the eyes a bit wider and exposes who you are and can unveil what you're destined to do. So speaking for myself, and I'm sure others as well, it allows one to understand the balancing act of the why that resides within us all. You know, once again, I encourage you to go back and visit the prior messages in this series, if I only knew them what I know now, for additional details on those acronyms that I mentioned above. It is um, customary or common for me to start and stop, start and stop while preparing a message that is written. A common thing for me to do during one of those stoppage points is to just get up and walk outside to clear my mind, you know, get some fresh air. While preparing and standing outside, I received a vision of something I read that kept running and running inside me over and over again. It said, when everything seems to be going against you, Remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with the wind. Let me make sure you get this premise. When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with the wind. This reminded me of a time when, when friends of ours, uh, my wife and I, Juan and Carla, came to visit from Texas a few months ago. We hadn't seen them in quite some time, you know, due to COVID restrictions. So it was great to have them visit with us for a week. You know, as you can imagine, 
There was the great anticipation along with the planning of activities for us to do, especially since it's been a while since we got together. Well, Carla and Tasha have a deep-rooted history that dates back well over 30 years. Therefore, they were very eager to catch up and share so many things. Now, Carla's husband, Juan, he's truly a character. But I don't mean it in a cartoon or negative connotation, but one that he keeps you laughing all the time. See, I was introduced to them about 10 years ago when Tasha and I began dating, and they have always treated me like family. So, I too was looking forward to their visit from the state of Texas. But one of our traditions that we had created um, is to call right before the plane takes off. So the, other be- so, the other can begin the countdown to the days, weeks of fun that was set in stone. But so, just like clockwork, Carla called Tasha as the flight attendant was delivering the pre-flight instructions you know, they exchanged girlish giggles and hung up the phone. In our preparation of getting the house in order, I was planning a, a menu of food for the entire week. <laughs> Heck, and even an actual printed menu that I created for the first night, chicken and shrimp stir fry. For me, the traditional oriental meal is not complete without fortune cookies. So that would be served at the conclusion of our meal. Since I am a, a bit curious or a curious guy, so so to say, I decided to open the box of fortune cookies or um, let's just say sample for its, for its freshness. As I stuck my hand down the very bottom to select one or the very bottom so Tasha would not know I opened the box, I opened one that would alter the course of my life that day. It read, Circumstances don't make the man. They merely reveal himself to himself. I think I need to say that again because it was paramount in my life. Circumstances don't make the man. They merely reveal himself to himself. And thinking about the events of my life, its twists and turns, that simple fortune cookie reminded me again what is essential in my process my process motivating yourself with praise resiliency while obstructing common everyday signs of society that's my process i hope you're ready for a week of tears of growth it's a bumpy flight to maryland so let's go the first half of this acronym of my process motivating yourself with praise Since um, we had a few hours until our friends were scheduled to land, I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to begin to journal for future messages. Remember earlier, I mentioned how sometimes things or thoughts just come to my mind? Well, something else that would prove instrumental with our friends' visits came to my mind that you might just want to write down as well as I will be circling back to it later. The ones who said you can't and you won't are often the ones scared that you will. Many times while we were um, in a holding or a waiting pattern in life, we tend to lose the edge or even become complacent, especially within the world that we live in today. 
Now, I've never been fond of the term hurry up and wait. But since this is this seems to be the way that some choose to live their lives, it's essential that we constantly, consistently embrace the need to motivate yourself with praise. The statement that like-minded people often travel in the same direction is very true, but that is both in a positive and negative way, or as I've often referred to, your circle or your cage. That is what I love about my friend Juan, who I couldn't wait to see. We both are of the same school of thought in several areas, like creation of visions far beyond what we can see. Also, how important are daily interactions with people or our person or what our personal brand means to us? See, that, that's uh, often overlooked is that people seem to forget that your brand is a message that must convey confidence and re reliability. It also is sending a message that can be communicated in a variety of ways, many of which which were subtle, unspoken and often more powerful than anything words can say. It is not coincidentally that this always begins and ends with motivating yourself with praise. As for Tasha and Carla, <laughs> man, I gotta take a deep breath. That could be a whole series within itself. When I mentioned before that like-minded people gravitate to one another, they truly embody that theory. From their early stages in their friendships back in England, to raising children together, to sharing stories that most could not even have endured. I have a personal mantra that I think of as it pertains to both of them. And that is, they grew up understanding that people will hate you, rate you, shake you, and break you. But how strong you stand is what makes you. So if asked, uh, asked them how, I'm sure they would probably agree it took a lot of motivating yourself with praise to remain standing like they are today. One thing that can be said about all of us together is that there is an air of love and friendship that sadly so many people never experience in life. If I only knew then what I know now. Well, it was time to head to the airport. Our friends should be landing soon. Let's move to the next subject inside of my process, which is the R that I want to focus on for a minute is resiliency. I don't know about you, but sometimes driving and to and from the airport or any destination for that matter can create the perfect opportunity for a great conversation. With both Tasha and I excited to see our friends, we started a conversation on one of my favorite subjects, resiliency. See, my wife is a trained marriage and family therapist, so you know I must be selective in conversations. So there are many times uh, this topic crosses into both of our professions. But when I look at the whole picture of her life, I see a novel of resiliency that should be written. I've said to others that she has been unstoppable, not because she does not have failures or doubts, but she continued to persevere despite each one of them. So, as we were sitting in, in traffic on the freeway, I brought up the subject on how even today, some adults we both know 
haven't taken ownership of where they are in life currently or even how they arrive there. What else is interesting is they appear not to want to change or enhance their the set, uh, 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 the set of life to grow forward or what I call change from staying in a fixed mindset. I knew this conversation was going to spark up food for thought in both of our minds. However, I didn't expect something that she professed that I will always remember. She said to me, resilience is accepting your new reality, even if it's less than the one you had before. You can fight it, or you can even do nothing but scream about what you've lost, or you can accept it and try to put together something that is good within it all. In other words, she was saying that many times there are major steps of life's progression during times of adversity and blaming nor shaming is the answer to do so. I've always talked about how many engage in behavior that perpetuates their circumstances rather than improving their lives. Some people become convinced life is a lottery and that they've been left behind. Like survivors on a lifeboat, they respond to the wind and the current and tide rather than steering for a destination reflecting their own desires. They feel no reason to be curious, to seek knowledge, to look for answers, or even to learn. Rather than accepting responsibility and reaching for a better life, they passively accept their circumstances. They stop trying and ignore the fact that they are stretching to embrace resiliency. With motivating yourself with praise, resiliency is always a central thread when I say, if I only knew then what I know now. As mentioned, sometimes the best conversations center around special events in life. I also had the feeling that this conversation was going to spark into a deeper one during Juan and Carla's visit. But no sooner than we parked at the cell phone lot, Tasha's phone rang and our friends announced they have finally arrived. Let's move to the uh, other letters in my process. Uh, obstructing common everyday signs of society. The O, the C, the E, the S, and the S. The last four letters, excuse me, five letters in process. We were like uh, little kids full of excitement as we entered the arriving flight section of the airport. And no sooner as we rounded the corner, they were waiting. Everyone embraced with big hugs and kisses. And I saw tears come down the faces of Tasha and Carla when they saw each other. As we loaded up the car with what seemed like luggage for a month, I asked if they wanted to go to lunch or go back to the house and freshen up from their flight. Personally, I was okay either way, but the ladies wanted to go out to lunch, <laughs> so there was no need to discuss anything any further. Earlier, I mentioned something that was said in my spirit while waiting on them to arrive, which was, the ones who said you can't and you won't are often the ones scared that you will. And just like I declared on the way to the airport, great conversations often occurs to and from in the car. The subject of common everyday signs of society and how sadly we allow these to affect us came up. In the beginning of this conversation, 
and most of the way to lunch, I remained silent as I was intrigued to have everyone's viewpoints. There was the mention of society, society's need of judgment as a result of socioeconomic status. I recall something about educational disparity and, and the everyday views of appearances versus intellect who also that also comes into play. Now, earlier, <laughs> I told you that my wife is a practicing marriage and family therapist, where sometimes I call her the point card <laughs> on a basketball court. Since I've been silent for, the, for thus far, I knew it was a matter of time for her to lob the ball to me <laughs> for a slam dunk. So as I was pulling into the restaurant for lunch, I turned the car off and said, our modern day society is engaged in polishing the decoration of the cage in which man is kept in prison. Obstructing everyday signs of society is truly winning the battle within. As everyone but Tasha had a perplexed look on her face, we walked in and the waiter took our seats. But I also knew in my mind, I think it was time for me to explain where I was going. After we uh, were seated for a minute, Juan stated he thought he understood what I was saying, but asked if I could clarify or perhaps give additional details. So at that point, I, thinking about everything, began to tell uh, stories of my early years. But more importantly, stories about how I... I thought that uh, money was a catalyst, the true catalyst of so many things. You know, I thought that money defined success. Now, I know we all must pay for services, but chasing money, chasing money is portrayed as an everyday sign of society that's failed to obstruct. What else buys into that premise of polishing the cage in which man is kept in prison can sometimes be within a one's own personal family. Let me first say that all of us know that family doesn't have to be um, by blood standards. Heck, Juan and Carla are like family um, that we genuinely love and we care for each other. You know, I told them the story of the time as a young adult when I was working for Franklin County Court Systems in the juvenile division. New and eager, and in seeking promotion and money, I made the decision to seek others' approval instead of being happy with them. I worked uh, with a quote-unquote family who truly didn't believe in obstructing everyday signs of society. In failing to understand my process, I should have known that if I were to care about what other people think, I would always be their prisoner. Carla quickly tried to rescue me and come to my defense by saying, you were uh, you were young then, right? <laughs> but I looked looked at all of them and said, that is still no excuse. You see, I took addition, additional shifts. I worked 16 hour days to, quote unquote, show my value. I was told by my coordinator, <laughs> who I thought was family, a childhood friend, that I didn't have what it took to be promoted that I should probably really consider another line of work rather than working for the county. And a promotion with the county is, is very overrated and highly unlikely for me. He and I would go out for a cold beer every now and then. And instead of talking about sports and other miscellaneous subjects, our job was all that he wanted to talk about. 
Since he was the individual responsible for writing my performance reviews, he always found something that needed improvement. All of this came to a head year, a year later when he finally came to me and said those words that I, I had ignored for so long. I can't be promoted. I won't be promoted because he was terrified I would take his job. Over the course of my career, <laughs> this wasn't the last time this happened to me. So, you want to know something? It was I who was truly obstructing everyday signs of society. It was I. Me alone, who permitted the modern day society to engage in polishing and decoration of the cage in which I was kept in prison. Ownership. After sharing, uh, everyone had experiences their own version of obstructing everyday signs of society. But they also shared how, the, how important motivating yourself with praise led to the state of resiliency that creates consistency. I've said earlier, this is a major difference in having friends that are in your circle and friends that kept you in a cage. Over time, each of us understands that consistency must convey confidence. Like Scotch tape, your solution must work every time. No excuses. If people know they can count on you, it can keep, it can keep you down. They will tell others and the world of opportunities will expand. It never, ever shrinks. And it also gives you that peace that you need within. Let me close um, this message on my process with a, a very short story. An old Cherokee chief sat down to teach his grandson about life. There's a fight going on inside me, he tells the young boy. A fight between two wolves. One wolf is evil. It's full of malice, anger, greed, self-pity, and false pride. The other is good. It's full of peace, love, joy, kindness, and humility. This same fight is going on inside you and everyone else on the face of this earth. The grandson was quiet pondering this uh, revelation for a moment before asking his grandfather, Grandfather, which wolf will win? The old man smiled and replied, The one you feed. My process, motivating yourself with praise and resiliency while obstructing common everyday signs of society, is essential every day. We would be foolish not to acknowledge th that good and evil exist within each one of us. It is our responsibility to own that reality and to do whatever we can to nurture the good. N needless to say, <laughs> the lunch and the remainder of the week was absolutely great with my friends. We shared so many stories of the removal of stagnation, stories of change, and stories of pain that turn into smiles of freedom from captivity. As I look back again, this visit helps epitomize my global mission statement. Let me share it with you one more time. In my life, I've learned not only who I am, but what I am. This allows me to understand the why in my process and to accept the blessings received to say, if I only knew then what I know now. 
My process. Motivating yourself with praise, resiliency, while instructing common everyday signs of society is not a not part time. It's not just when you feel like to thwart off what society shows us daily. It's an everyday practice that starts when you look in your mirror. My question now to you is no longer what any longer, but when are you going to apply it or who needs this message or needs to hear this to better understand how to remain or gain confidence consistently to reach their desired goals and dreams. I believe in what I was told so many years ago. It's not if I get it, but when I get it. So my process helps me with saying, if I only knew then what I know now. But it also helps me when I come to the resolution that your why is truly greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my wonderful mother, to my mother-in-law, Sarah, Mama Sarah, I love each of you very, very much. Thank you again for your support. To our children and grandchildren, Poppy and Oma, I love you, and we will see you soon. I want you to do yourself a favor, and let's take time to reflect on the power and resolve of saying, if I only knew then, what I know now. To do that, you have to understand and embrace that change truly does begin and ends within to ensure we embark on legacy-changing actions and concurrent with legacy-changing actions in 2022. God bless you, and I will speak with you soon.